Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Encanto and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain? We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another Taryn Ryan's Princess Diaries mini-tale today. We are talking about Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. I am not sure what year this came out, but I will look it up. Sometime in the 90s, in the early 90s. Tara, tell me a little bit about what you remember about this movie. I remember it being sad. And there are parts that are sad. 1993. But there are parts that are very funny. I think this is a triumph of voice acting. Yeah. And editing. Yeah, I can remember. I I don't know that we saw it in the theater. We may have, but I remember Ooh, seeing I it as it I remember seeing it as a as a child. I can't remember if I liked it or not, but there were certain lines that I remembered very specifically. The, Same here. The cats rule, dogs drool when she sing songy when she's crossing the bridge. Yeah, the I cats f- rule, dogs f- drool like I that feel one. Like I there remember were people who said that. Yeah, there's another cats and dogs in in my late elementary early middle school yeah there's another line too but now i don't know that i wrote it down i'm kind of looking through my notes but there was another very specific line that as soon as they said it i was like oh Mm -hmm. i remember like quoting the movie right like seeing the movie and then quoting it i feel like there are certain things as kids you would just say from a movie and i feel like this has a couple of those and now of course i i did not write them down Tara, i watched the heck out of this movie growing up i watched it a lot I think I believe we had a clamshell VHS. Mm. Um, I it's, and it's been a long time since I watched it, but as soon as I started watching, I'm like, oh, I remember this part. I remember this part. I remember this line. Oh, I remember when they would do the dog's eye view, and that woman in the big hat after the wedding was like a shoe, yeah, a shoe. Like I yeah. very much remember her. I don't know why, but going back to what I said, so real quick, let's let's sum it up for our, our listeners. Um, it's Two dogs and a cat, uh, a pit bull, hooray, a golden retriever, and a Himalayan cat. Is that what they said? It's a Himalayan, and the, the cop's like, a what? Oh, maybe, yeah. Um, They are- <laughs> Well, and in the movie, the golden retriever refers to Chance the pit bull as a bulldog. I will say that. Well, that's yeah, the only a, time bulldog, the breed, a bull terrier. Yeah. yeah, that's the only time the breed, like, the name of the dog is mentioned, but it, it seems like- the cat and the golden retriever were from kitten and puppy. It seems like that well, they maybe got them. The beginning intro, Michael J. Fox is like he's like, I did some bad things and did time for him, but now I'm that was my second chance. Like, yeah. Then that they, 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 there's a lot about how he's the only one who's been to the pound and he's a rescue, mm-hmm. and the other two are probably have probably been either adopted when they were young or they mm-hmm. were you know from a breeder or something like that. Yeah. But real quick, let me do just the general synopsis. Two dogs and a cat. Walk into a bar. Walk into a bar. Are, <laughs> we'll go into exactly the setup to it, but they are taken to a farm for a little while. They think their humans have left them, so they leave the farm, and they travel across the Sierra Nevada mountains. The, they travel through California to get back to them. And indeed they do. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much the, the idea. So it's this kind of it's it's they're following these animals 
around and and I had said that it was a real triumph of editing because I will say watching it this time and looking up at the trivia on IMDb which is a lot of like why they were safe amongst the bears or why Mm -hmm. they you know like they the the dog doesn't really get hurt when it falls it's all this editing if you watch and think about the editing like the dogs and the cats aren't in a lot of like shots together Mm-hmm. There's very specific shots. And there's a lot of times... When they're running through the fields and things yes. like that, they're all together. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like like the big shots, but it's like... It's a lot of just like, we're going to let the dogs do what they do, and then we're going to edit it in a way that's going to, A, um, with the music and with the voiceover, assign emotion and meaning and context to just these looks, which I think is great now being dog owners is something we do with our dog all the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's this. And and sometimes I think we're right, but sometimes they're like pretty complex emotion. I don't think our dog necessarily like Speak feels. for yourself. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I, I understand what you're getting at. Also, you had mentioned there's a couple instances where Chance the Pitbull like runs into, <laughs> a, it's not a small tree, but it's like a large branch. I, well, yeah. some of it is they add a really big like whoosh, noise. Yeah. And there's things like that that happen. And then Michael J. Fox is like, oh, well, you know, like uh-huh. I love any time like the dog yawns and Michael J. Fox goes, or like the Mm -hmm. cat goes, and Sally Field does that. And let's talk about that really quick. So the pit bull is Michael J. Fox, the Mm -hmm. cat is Sally Field, and the older dog is Don Amici in one of his last roles. Yeah. And they are so well. They're very well cast. And it feels like a Disney movie in this kind of, I wouldn't put this in like the renaissance of Disney animation, obviously, because it's not animated. But like, I would say this is a quality voice acted and voice cast yeah movie like they yeah especially they, for the three of them i thought they did a really great job sally feel just her delivery on a lot of lines just made me laugh even lines that weren't funny but it's more the way that she delivers them mm-hmm. is really great i think all three of them michael j fox was also fantastic too they I, were all good i remember really liking don amici at this age because i think i'd just seen cocoon I think I saw this. Like, for some reason, I saw a bunch of Don Amici movies. So there was a very short time when I was, like, a fifth grader who was going around going, Don Amici is my favorite actor. <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a very weird uh-huh. place to be. Um, but uh, he was in Trading Spaces with Dan Aykroyd. Who was he in that? He's one of the Dukes brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's the one with the mustache mm-hmm. who drops, I think, one of the only F-bombs in the movie. Yeah. When he's like, turn it back on! Yeah. And he's like, your brother's having a heart attack. And he's like, F him! Turn yeah. on him! <laughs> you know, like, like that. Um, but uh, I, watching it again, I will say I wasn't quite as into it as I was as a kid, but I still found it very charming. Probably because I couldn't get past some storyline things that really, oh, when I obsess over something, I really dig my heels in. That family was stupid. <laughs> I hated them. I didn't hate them. They weren't annoying. Uh, they were annoying, but they weren't like, I never thought they was like, oh, don't go back to the family. It was just, anytime they cut to them, it was just like, gosh, you know, like that. Okay, so let's go through it. It's it's the mom has just gotten married to a new husband and the, she. Ha- I think all three kids are hers. I think so, yeah, maybe. One of them might not be, but they might all be. And, uh, you know, I don't think they ever are like, 
not into their dad. Like, there's not really like these are like, I hate you, I hate you, you're not my dad. They're not really close with either one of their parents, to be quite honest. Well, we don't uh, really. The there's it's no a, chemistry. It's a whole family of glasses of milk. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of like. I will say at the end when Jamie, the little one, calls for Chance, it's very emotional. Jamie is clearly being coached in how to deliver his lines. Like, Jamie is a cute kid that they just went. Here's what you need to say. He's like, okay, ah. yeah. The older child, I could see having a career beyond this. He was a little like Peter. Peter. Who's who's Shadow's boy? Jamie is Chance's Chance. boy. Peter is like seems like a good actor, but that daughter Hope, Hope. And again, these are the names in the movie, the character one, names. Hope, I I guarantee you is a nightmare the second the cameras go off. I, <laughs> Hope was like he was in my sight line. Get him out of my sight line. Like I, she was a diva. I don't know how I know this, but she just had very like, she was giving off diva energy to you. She just had that person in the school play who got the lead and everyone's like, Oh God, Amanda got the lead again or whoever. Right. (laughs) Um, I don't know why, but she was just, yeah, I, the family was fine. I more so had an issue with the storyline in general. Okay, so let's I go did into not this. That's understand. That's what we're here to talk about today. Dogs and everything aside. This is important. I did not understand. Are you are you mocking me? A little bit, but I do want to break it down because I do think I do think It doesn't make any sense to me. So they It get, does not bother me as much as it did you. They get married. They get married. And they're and a big literally family. like they're the, a family of five now of five and then three on a farm on th- i don't think they live on a farm i just think they have a big house yeah, but, uh, with a nice you're yard right, you're right right not a t- to me that's a farm like anything with like two acreage, acres i'm like yeah. Ooh, a farm <laughs> so they're a family of five with three animals right so yes. they're really a family of eight if you're counting like each individual like you're caring for these animals and everything so you've got like it's a lot it's a lot so the dad is a professor, we find out very briefly, and he's got to be transferred for work. So the minute they get married, immediately- It feels they like get, at the reception. It feels like yeah. it was a shotgun. I, I don't like that term, but it does feel like it was a quickie wedding for some reason. Yeah. Like they had to get married immediately for a reason unbeknownst to the audience, because immediately it's, okay, now we have to get in the car- well- I do want to point out it doesn't feel like it's a it's a quick thing because something happened behind the scenes. It feels like a quick scene because it's not very well written. That's <laughs> it's probably just like, it. Yeah, they're married. Let's go ahead on our a wedding day and talk about our plans of like yeah. <laughs> when we need to move. So they have to temporarily go to San Francisco for the dad's job but what I don't understand is why would you uproot the family put them in a new school in San Francisco up uproot them if it's temporary because he keeps saying it's temporary and then they don't want to take the animals with them so they leave them at an aunt or a friend or a family they're they're very concerned a friend i think they're very concerned about the animals not having enough room in the apartment they stay in but they're certainly not worried about the kids social lives or classwork being disrupted or i mean i guess the 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 mom is maybe a stay-at-home mom i don't know we never see her do anything but cook a giant turkey at the end and they live within driving for weekend distance so i could see the professor being like I don't understand I'm why he didn't just go. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't hey. understand why he didn't just go. I, I guess get it being hard, but that seems like the least amount of. I think 
they could have told a different story where they went on vacation. I mean, like they just got married and they wanted to go on a family vacation so they don't yeah, take the pet. Because it only ends why up being a few write, weeks anyway. Why yeah, wouldn't yeah. you write that story? I well, just I, that, that's I why think, I focused on it I so much. I think the reason you're supposed to believe that he wanted to bring his wife and, you know, by proxy the kids with him is because of the white hot heat that was just <laughs> reflecting <laughs> off their marriage and relationship of these two this couple that could not keep their hands off each other. <laughs> yeah. For me, I just feel like a simpler explanation is instead of a honeymoon, let's do a family vacation. Right. And then they leave the, you leave the pets at the friend at the family farm. And then the same thing still happens, right? They, the, Cause the pets, regardless, the pets are still going quote unquote home. They're going, yes. they're trying to get and, back and the to whole their thing house. Is, like the pets don't quite know what's going on and think something's wrong. So you could do any number of stories. Exactly. Yeah, that make to- more sense. This one just seemed like they went through a lot of right. trouble to have a very specific story that, that made weird. that was nonsense. <laughs> like, now, and I could not get past it for a good portion there of the were, movie. There were things about the human story that I did like. I did like the thing where you kind of feel like the dad's like, "Look, it's my new wife and her three kids." Like, and these animals. I'm the outsider. Yeah. And so when they're kind of like, "You don't understand," like we love these pets. Like he's like, "Okay, I'm going to go out of my way to do what I can." And, and he makes the he yeah he makes stuff. the reward and he gets, poster. And he gets excited when the, they find him and they get the family together. And then we cut to the most annoying scene: the whole thing where they're all singing the witch doctor song, which has not aged has well. not aged well. But regardless of that, like, hey kids, our dogs have. It, it's the most like, just, like cloyingly sweet. Like we're so excited. Let's all sing. And they're all singing together, but you were like, "Well, maybe they should have sung 99 bottles of beer." I think anything they sung, like that, was, was just, just a dumb shot of like, we yeah. have to show them getting there. It should be and like, being excited that they're getting the animals yeah, back. Like they just don't know what to do yeah. with them. Like, what are we going to do to show that they're a family unit now? I know. Let's have a sing along. It felt like that thing in Step Brothers. Do you remember in Step Brothers where he has them all sing Mm-mm. "Sweet Child of Mine" no. in the car? Okay. Well, if you know what the, the our audience is. is is high fiving the air because they <laughs> such a great reference. Yeah, so I so those I think were our biggest hang up. So we'll get those out of the way. I let's, think those were the big things. Let's talk about the animals because Chan- I loved Chance so yes, much. I loved. We're a pit bull family. We are, but I loved I loved all three of them. I will say, I think as a kid, I liked Sassy the best, and I th- still think I did. And I think the majority of it is because it's Sally Field. I think for yes, me, because it's not the fact that it's a cat, because cats are. are I like creatures. cats way more than Ryan does, but yeah, I do think it's because it's well, Sally Field. I think cats respond to me the same way. When when Sally feels like, how do you get food? And she's like, I get food by acting like I don't want food. That's cats yeah. You are a I'm cat whisperer, like, eh, and the yeah. like, cats are always coming on to your lap. Me. I will say, I, I've met a bunch. I, I, I have in the past few years really rescinded my cat hate. Like in ge- <laughs> now, it's more of a bit. <laughs> yeah, I don't in general like cats. I'm not a cat person, but uh-huh. like cats are fine and and they're and sweet and I'll a snuggle cat. a cat. And mm-hmm. Come on, I'm not a monster. Yeah. Um they're not like a fish or something. I'm not like, "Ooh, I want to snuggle a fish." Like it's just like <laughs> like they're a cute furry thing and some yeah. of them are nice to me and we get along yeah. just fine. Uh, but I will say in that was in defense of cats. This is a little bit making fun of cats. One of the things that got me a little bit out of this movie was so like again, spoiler alert. Uh, you know what? Check out this movie if you're thinking about checking it out. It holds up pretty well. 
go see it. Okay, now spoiler. Mm-hmm. When 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 Sassy gets back, when when it's like each animal has a chance to run up to their person. Mm-hmm. Dogs are better at like oh my like dogs have a better reaction. Cats can run from point A to B and then they go, okay, now what? So Sally Field is like going, oh, hope, hope, I'm so glad to see you. And the cat is not reflecting that. Yeah. There were only a few times in this movie where I was really kind of taken out of it. And I will say I was really drawn into the narrative. That's what I was talking about, the editing, where I was like, oh, they're in danger. Oh, I feel sad. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is just pictures of dogs doing and they're it's it's everything coming together to give me this emotion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one was that at the end when Sally was sassy was just like the, the the cat actor was just like okay i got to my spot where's my tree <laughs> and you can tell that it was really yeah. unprofessional of that cat actors um and the other was they get chased by a mountain lion and there's a part where where chances with some bears and it looks like they kind of put them in the same area together they said they put some wires up that would keep them apart that you couldn't see on screen like digitally alter them out i think when he's with the big bear, that bear is when they're in the two shot. That bear is much further away from him than yeah. you think he is. No, it was the cubs that looked like they the were cubs, in the same area. I think area. they just put them in the same thing. And again, yeah, this is a movie made in nineteen ninety three or ninety two. So God knows some of this stuff. It sounds like there's a lot of concern trying to do this because Disney was trying to fight. I feel like at this time there are a couple things they were trying to fight against. One was like the old yeller animal thing. So that's why like. I think they got away with the, oh, it's going to be sad when you think mm-hmm. Shadow's going. Um, and the other one is all the stuff with their nature films that like the Lemmings thing we talked about. Yeah. Chase in the Zootopia. Lemmings off the cliff. Yeah. yeah. Is, and that's part of why we, we did this one because I was like, let's do another animal movie. Well. So I think they were going against that. So there's a lot of stuff. If you look on the trivia, it's like two paragraphs of like why this wasn't dangerous and exactly how each shot was, mm-hmm. was uh, 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 obtained. Yeah. But the mountain lion... I don't think you can train a mountain lion not to go after most things. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's never a shot where you see them together. It's all just clever editing. Yeah. And and that was the one part I was like, well, this doesn't seem perilous or anything to me. Mm-hmm. I will say Chance had a tramp vibe. Yes. From Lady and the Tramp. Very much it, to kind of compare that. He wasn't nearly as cool, though. Like no. he was, he was a, a real. He was a goofball. Goof. Yeah. But, uh, but just like that. um kind of that easy breezy don't care attitude because I've been hurt so I'm going to say I don't care you know when it comes to like getting attached to the family and getting attached to Jamie who's his person that's his arc Mm -hmm. um and let's go ahead and bring this up what were the moments you cried in this because you I definitely there's again this movie's a little like yeah heavy on the heartstring tugging which, but it's fine. But it's also we're dog owners now, so there was a lot more of like, oh. The end got me. I think the end when Shadow comes back. When, no, I oh, I the, started crying. I'm home now. I started crying the minute the little boy hears that it's oh, Chance right, barking. Right. That's where I started crying, and then I cried for all three of them coming back to their owners. Also. Uh, when Sassy's in peril, it is like it goes from being like very funny because she's like cats rule and dogs drool and she's like skipping along and then she's like in the water and they do give you a moment where you think maybe Sassy didn't make it. Like if you've mm. not seen this, they give you enough time that like you could be emotionally upset. There are, no animals die in this movie. Yeah, and the same with Shadow where he kind of gives up in the mud. Like watching him struggle was tough. Like watching him... 
mm-hmm. trying to climb up and slip in the mud. And I know you said you read a bunch of stuff with how they did that and did that safely again. He drops for the on dog. a mat that's only about like eight inches. And yeah. then they drop a fake dog and like it's all editing again. Like it's, it's yeah. that sort of thing. But how about you? What gets you? So I, I want to say uh, the part where Shadow comes back and he's like, I could have sworn he goes, my boy, my boy. And he didn't. I was like, oh, I just. But that always got me. Always. Yeah. This is the first movie I ever remember crying at. Like in mm-hmm. a theater. I must have been in a theater. And then we watched it in sixth grade. For and it was in science class. I don't know why it has nothing to do with science. Well, that's like me watching Airbud in middle school in the middle of our testing. <laughs> There's it no just, rule that says a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> I think it's just something that was kid friendly that could be put on right, for right. whatever reason. So they put it on, and I remember like getting to that scene, and it's sixth grade. This story takes place in 1995 or four, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is. I'm trying to avoid toxic. I'm trying to avoid anyone looking at me and seeing me cry. I'm gonna be like, "Don't you do it! Don't <laughs> you do it! You can't see it. They're gonna make fun of you until you cry." And I was fast like, forward to when we saw. Oh, what's that movie? Are talking about Inside Out? Yes, yeah, fast forward to when we saw Inside time. Out in the movie theater, and you wouldn't allow yourself. I was to trying cry. not to. It was mostly just, and that was less of like I can't let someone. I just didn't want to do it in public, and I was in pain. You had the worst headache, and so that was so the last your, time I've let ever your like emotions. Yeah, be free, let them out. And I did this time, and I, I, I will say I don't know that I got much. To, I will say the time I got a little actual wetness in my eyes. I was had the, actual tears. Was of the course. end where. Uh, chance is giving the like I felt like I was home for the first and I'm mm. like and that got me in the whole like rescue dog pit bull yeah you we're know, also lady was dead asleep next to me and I was petting her pretty hard we're also seriously considering a second dog we may be an expanding so we may we may be expanding our uh, we may be opening our home to another I dog. Mean, I and mean, we so, are as long as Lady gets along. With yeah, her. not to put all the pressure on Lady, who will not listen to this podcast. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. <laughs> but uh, well, I didn't know how much you wanted to say. But That's yeah, fine. we are in the process of of meeting up with another dog, and so I think that that has something to do with it too. When you see the animals interact with one another, and like thinking about like our personal I'm, circumstances, I'm a little like. You know, pitbulls get such a bad rap, and it was like for a long time they only were seen in movies as like mean dogs and stuff. And then like Chance, there's no pitbull. Like I think some people are like shoe. Like the woman's like shoe because Chance is trying to eat every meatball yeah, or Chance whatever. Is, like it has Chance nothing to do with very his breed. much puppy energy. Like he is a young pitbull with a lot of energy who yeah. just wants to have. He wants to eat all the time. Basically, yeah. turkey, 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 turkey. The other voice we should mention: there's one scene where they come across a skunk, and you kind of hear the skunk like do this little laugh. There's a couple, of the, the, and there's the some other animals, yeah. And then Ryan shared with me who does the voice of all of those. It's, it's Frank Welker, who has been in a bunch of Disney movies. Most importantly, is the voice of Joanna the Goanna, which I got, was so excited to find that he out. He does. I mean, uh, again, I, I said this eight million times. He's the voice of. I believe he's no, he's not Starscream. He's Megatron in Transformers. I think he's definitely Ray in the real Ghostbusters. He's also Slimer in the real Ghostbusters. Mm. Anytime you hear like, I think he's like, he's Raja. Like, there's someone he is. He's Raja oh, from the yeah. Lion. He mm-hmm. does like really good like animal noises in a way that's like, like, and then like yeah. growls and stuff. But it, you watch him, he does a bunch of that. He's the, the man has a thousand credits, and he's like 
pretty pretty up there in age and still yeah. working as far as I know. Um, oh, I know another point I got teary-eyed at. I just saw it in my notes. Mm. Sorry, did I cut you off? No, I think that was it. Okay. Uh, when Sassy gets reunited with them, I got teary-eyed. Oh, because she says my boys. Yeah, Maybe that's, that's what, I'm what you up. mean. Yeah, she goes my boys because she tries we've referenced it a couple times but she tries she doesn't want to get wet she doesn't want to swim and so they they try to cross the water in where it's calm and she's like i'll find another way across and she thinks she's outsmarted the dogs again and found this way across and it's a bunch Mm -hmm. of logs and stuff and then it breaks and she falls in the water the water gets rough she winds up going down a very high waterfall and so the dogs think that they've lost her and that's where you think that she's died and then this I guess man who lives in a cabin in the woods by himself, who clearly is a, a, a bald uh, eagle a, bird watcher. Like, I mean, like he should be like goodbye, sassy, and then he turns around and he's working on he like was very friendly his manifesto. <laughs> no, he's he's like a bird watcher. He just yeah, yeah he just I, lives out there by himself. Like I wouldn't even I call wouldn't, him a mountain man because he wasn't like burly. And no, like, I'm a mountain so man. I don't. I, yeah, and I there. wouldn't jump to saying he's the Unabomber either. <laughs> he was on. a very nice old man, I, the older man, I should say. But he winds up kind of nursing her back to health and then she hears the dogs barking and he's like okay goodbye but she has a bell on her collar and then that's when I noticed they all have collars but they don't have any tags and so I'm just putting it out there that that's a little bit irresponsible of them as a family to not have tags with their names and their address on it because Um, they come across humans a couple different times to where if they had that information on them all someone would have to do is call a phone number uh, just saying yes I want to jump now to, speaking of the humans who are also this movie, for some reason. So so they, they give the dogs over to their friend Kate, who has a, 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 a farm. Kate is played by 11-time Emmy nominee <laughs> Jean Smart. And Tony. she has a Tony Award nomination, but she's won multiple Emmys. She is currently starring in, I believe she won for the HBO uh, show Hacks. Uh, she's been in 24, she's been in Garden State, she's been mm-hmm. in uh, Watchmen, Frasier, I think she won, what was one of her things, she's in the show Legion, she was on Arrested Development episode, like, you look, she's, she is, oh, she's in Veep, she's all over the place, like, and I am like, this, this role is so beneath her. Yeah. Um. It's just like, hey, dogs. It's still like she has like three scenes where she's like, "How was your wedding? Like, why didn't you go to their wedding?" Yeah, sorry, I couldn't make it. Um, she feeds the dogs poorly, even though she works on a farm. <laughs> you pointed out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has she a hard writes, time feeding she them. She writes a note. She leaves. She comes back, and then she calls the forest department in front of a bunch of blue ribbons. It's very odd. It's a very odd role. I, all the human stuff in this is very weird if you scratch the surface at all. Yeah. But it's just funny to me that she's in there. And she's in there. And then she's so far down the cast list that on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. she is only one above Bart the Bear as Bear. <laughs> oh my God, really? Now, I will say Bart the Bear is pretty famous. Do you okay. know Bart the Bear? No, I didn't oh. know. Give me one second <laughs> to pull up Let's his pull Wikipedia. Up some, like just on, on his Wikipedia, <laughs> White Fang, Legends of the Fall, The Edge, huh. and, and the number one on the call sheet of the movie, The Bear. <laughs> Do you remember the movie The Bear? No. It was like I thought it was going when I was a kid. I was like real 
into like, um, I want to watch this because I think I thought it was going to be like Homeward Bound. The bear does not talk. Okay. There is no narration. Now, one thing to say about Homeward Bound is it, it is a remake of a movie called The Incredible Journey. Yes, from I saw that at the end yes. and I didn't realize which is that. based on a book. Yeah. And in the original movie, it's the dogs just run around and do stuff, the dogs and the cat, and then there's someone narrating what's happening. So he's like, they thought blah blah blah, you know. So yeah. it's like that. Uh, the bear is none of that. If I remember correctly, there's no. Oh, there's just. It's just you watch the bear and you kind of have. It's like an art movie in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I was a young boy who watched it, and I was like, "This is awful." Um, so he's in Homeward Bound. He's in Twelve Monkeys, The Edge. He's on multiple TV shows like Bart the Bear. He was a presenter at the 70th Academy Awards. No. So it says the 70th Academy Awards presenter in 1998. That seems to be a little too much. Like the bear should not be. Bart the Bear was famous. Bart the Bear is no longer with us. He died Aww. in 2000. Uh, R.I.P. Bart. Do the we bear. think that he was cared for well? I don't want to dive into it. Like let's just enjoy. <laughs> let's just let's hope not. Like let's come just, on. I I'm know. sure. Listen, uh, probably not. Um. That's all I got to say about this movie. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, just going off the humans when they find the lost girl in the woods. That's a whole nother big stretch to where it's like there again, there could have been any number of ways that a human could have come across them who worked for the park service who had heard that there was a reward. But right. This is like their save the cat moment. Only it's find the girl because they are. I guess. One of them is a cat. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Make it feel like that did bother me. What bothered me is when the dog's like, bro, bro, and the guy turns around and looks and he says quietly to himself, so only he would hear, <laughs> What's the matter, old fella? <laughs> did Timmy fall down the well? Yeah. That's, yeah. So, What's going on? So, yeah. Anything with the animals. I liked the three animals. I liked, it's, it's a very odd thing to say. I liked their chemistry, right? Yes. And I think, like you said, a lot of that had to do with editing, the editing yeah. and the voice acting, obviously. Notoriously hated each other offset. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, and you made a comment about when Sassy gets reunited, she licks. Uh, Shadow, and you said that they had tuna oh, they fish. Put tuna on the sides of their faces, yeah. So when when Chance has the porcupine quills in his face, those are just plastic things attached to his face. Same with the crawfish. Yeah. Um. They, you know, a lot of stuff like that. A lot of just clever editing to get a lot of things done. Um. Apparently, the cat loved to swim, though I don't know how they could pull that. Like, like, do you love this? Yes. Like, no, how would they know? Yeah, the but cat looked like it was in distress when it was wet. It didn't I will look say super the cat, happy. But the cat did look like it had the same amount of st- distress at the end when Hope was hugging it. Like, yeah. the eyes, were, when it goes, I can't breathe. Like, yeah. That's, uh, you felt, did yeah. say, though, that that whole scene was done as safe as possible. The cat was in a harness, and there were lots of other things whenever for that. Yeah, whenever it's far away and it's floating, it's a fake cat when it's up yeah. close. Like, you think about it, there's a lot of scenes where things are really up close. And just imagine there's like 10 humans like right outside. Yeah. Uh, The other thing, too, was the cat calling in the pound. We were wondering because no other animals seemed to talk. But then in the pound, the dogs cat call the cat. Yes. Which, you know, not a fan of. But I like the joke of like she goes, ugh, cat calls. Yeah. That's funny. And they're like, hey, hey, nice fur. Yeah. Um, That was also that guy, the the quote-unquote fat guy who's yeah the dog catcher there were a lot of, a lot of fat, fat jokes, jokes that is like okay but then those didn't age but that well. guy was such like a weird like he looked like something out of a monster movie like he looked like he played uh, the assistant to dr frankenstein at some point he had such a weird 
look and then like he was like like this is his looks of like surprise when like the dogs jumped on him he had such like a clownish he was very very strange to me it was a weird casting choice again the voice casting is real good the animal casting is real good the human casting take it or leave it (laughs) um anything else you want to say about this before we go i don't think so uh gang i believe up next is moana which is a big one i cannot wait we're gonna consider the coconut isn't that something from the movie? Did they say consider the coconut? They might. Maybe not. I don't know, but I like it. I know you love Moana. That's fine. Yeah, it's got so you think I know. It, water and hair. And the rock. Three favorite things. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. So. But yes, I am very, oh, very I just excited. Remembered what I picked for the mini tale after it, though. So we'll we'll discuss that next time. But yeah. Uh, thanks for uh, hanging out with us, guys, and we'll see you later. Take care, listeners. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you've got a Disney story to share, a bone to pick with us, or just want to say hello, call the Princess Diaries hotline at 707-YO-TRPD-1. That's 707-968-7731. You can send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com, tweet at us at trpdiaries on Twitter, or check out our Instagram at trprincessdiaries. Join the Facebook group to post Disney memes, vote in our Disney theme brackets, and meet other fairy tale friends. Facebook.com slash groups slash TR Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five star review. Check out pods.link slash TR Princess Diaries for all the places you can find us on the web, including how you can support us through our coffee account or our Redbubble merchandise store. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh-huh.